Hello everyone and welcome to Soundwaves, the official podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. Last time we talked a little about what 2021 looked like. We had Kieran and Rachel telling us all about their taste of the trust from Southampton this summer. This week we were taking a step back to look at the big picture, particularly around the development of the trust community. Back in 2020, which feels like 100 years ago now, the trust launched our ambitions. These were goals set out across a three-year period. One of them was to strengthen our front line, and what we said at the time was to focus on volunteer and skipper development and management to ensure all young people get the best outcomes possible from their trip. It's easy to think that the events of the last year and a half have gotten in the way of a lot of things happening, but no. In this episode, we talked to Alex Gurindel, who skippered with the Trust for the first time this year. We talked to Avalon and Mayer, who were both supported by the Trust and completed their graduate volunteer training last month. They are that strengthening of the front line that will make the biggest impact to young people on trips. And here, they tell us all about being a part of that. Hi, Alex. Hi, Avalon. Hi, Mayor. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Alex, if it's okay to come to you first, this was your first year skippering for the Trust and you had a busy time of it. You were on Taste of the Trust, you were on return trips. So a lot of young people who sailed on the Solent this year will already know who you are. Can I just ask what it was that made you want to skipper with the Trust? Um, I think I first heard about it, obviously, in the news and things like that. And I, I wasn't particularly sailing professionally at that stage but I'd heard about it and thought it just it just seemed like a brilliant thing um I'd been through my own sort of cancer journey um before um I had Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2005 um didn't didn't really fit the demographic demographics I didn't know there was a, actually a lot older than I should be or a lot younger than I should be but who knows but uh, came through that but um, um you probably know Paul Taylor um, and Paul, one of the skippers, basically said, uh, he said, oh, you should you should take a look at this. You're right on their doorstep. And um, he I ended up picking him up after one of the skipper meetings to give him a lift to the airport. And we got chatting and there were a few other trust guys there and said, yeah, get involved. So I took a look into it. And yeah, that's that's where I came from, to be fair. And it's just that I think for me, it's that element of um just giving something back a little bit. It's, it's a fantastic charity. And I think the work that, that, that we do, I'm going to say we do now, which is great, um, is, is just something else. And uh, yeah, I think it's giving something back and giving the opportunity to, to young people to stretch after and then potentially during some treatment and things like that and just see that there is potential afterwards. I don't know whether the guys agree having come through it, but uh, yeah, that's, that's it for me is giving that back and, given the opportunity. So how was your summer with the Trust? What did you enjoy about them? Uh, it, it was it was fabulous. It, it was just really, really good fun. Um, it was really nice getting out and meeting all, all these amazing young people who've got their own journeys and all the rest of it, but just, they just want to have fun and just get out and normalise things again a little bit, I guess. And um, it, it was just it was just great fun meeting them um, I had a real sort of mixed bag um, of uh, youngsters, but, you know, under 18s. And then the over 18s were, you know, were, were, were brilliant groups as well. And then the most, I think the two, two greatest things this year was my, it's my first year skippering water fights. 
and you guys probably don't realize how actually scary that is for a skipper but it's good fun <laughs> it is really good fun it's like master and commander only without the sort of like danger bits but um also i had my birthday part way through one of the over 18 return for sales and uh, we just had the biggest game of uno on our boat uh you can imagine cake and all the rest of it and that was just great fun too so what we're talking about in this episode is the ways in which the trust community is always developing and it's all in service of inspiring young people living through and beyond cancer. So as a new skipper, what do you think is important that you and other skippers bring to that role and provide when you're on a trip? Oh, interesting. Well, we obviously, we obviously bring our skills and experience and obviously we then, uh, we basically in, invite the trust to the people to come to us to, to, to be able to sail and et cetera. But I guess it's that it's providing a vehicle for them to meet and do something new, potentially something different, but to also bond and engage and just, we provide a bit of team building, a bit of guidance um, and, a, and a platform, I guess, to, to enable them to achieve the goals of the trust are after, which is, which is that development piece. That's a, like a very official job interview question there. I'm sorry, Alex, it's not that intense. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, and also provide the fun and, and enable, you know, that platform needs to be a fun sort of area. It can't, you know, it can't be too strict. It can't be, you know, it can't be too serious either. But, uh, you know, it's, it's being able to do that and, and deliver that. I think that's what we bring. So we're about to bring in Avalon and Mayor here, who are two of the newest graduate volunteers. But I think it'd be good to hear from you as a skipper as well, Alex, what difference it made having people on trips as volunteers who had previously been supported by the Trust themselves. I don't know if you had any on board with you, but just as part of a trip in general, what is it like having graduate volunteers there? It's an absolute godsend, to be perfectly honest. It's it's exceedingly useful. Um, it, it's so daunting because, you know, stepping on as a skipper and not not having done a huge amount of mating before I came came into the trust. Um, it's just it's having someone on board who knows how it ticks and who's done it before is it is an absolute boon. And um, the, the mate the mates I had, the volunteers I had had all been through the mill of the trust before. So you know the water fight organization was done. All I had to do was steer the boat. Um, the Uno games, I've still got to work on my rules for Uno. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's an absolute godsend having these guys on board. And, and, and I think it's, again, it's a brilliant, brilliant lift through to bring people who've been through the, the, the sailing to then come back as volunteers and potentially maybe skippers in the future and things like that. I think that's fantastic. I think the UNO rules are that they are your rules, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of working on a base model at the moment, but I need to develop my own twists. We had yep. Liz Austin on one of my trips who absolutely is the queen, the absolute queen of um, twisty UNO rules. And uh, I can't remember, there was one of them. It just stressed me out at one stage. I had to step back for a little while. I said, whoa, 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 hang on. I can't get my head around this. And I'd had a lot of cake by that time as well. <laughs> so... Mayor and Avalon, you've both not long become graduate volunteers. Congratulations, very well done. Uh, Mayor, what was it that made you want to continue that relationship with the Trust and become a volunteer? I've been on Trust trips since I was 10 and now 21 years old. So I thought that's a long time. It's been such a big part of growing up to like my adult years. Um, and before I went on the trip, my confidence was at an all time low. Obviously, I just 
like finished primary school I'd just gone through it all I just was like coming back into real life and going on the trust trips and meeting people that have been through the same as you and being able to talk about it with other people and not feel like a burden on your other friend it was fantastic any questions anything like that other people knew the answers to and it's just having fun I had so much fun and I've met so many friends so many new people and I just didn't want it to stop so I don't I just had to become a volunteer had to because I'd be I'd be too sad not to (laughs) and Avalon and Avalon's dog what about you what made you want to become a volunteer and stay part of the trust community yeah, I think really similar to what Mia was saying. Um, it's it's about giving back. Like I gained so much from the three trust trips I went on. Um, not quite so many as Mia, um, but, um, but I did. I I gained so much, and 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 just came to terms with a lot of of stuff that I hadn't processed. And um, I kind of put my diagnosis and treatment um, in a box, and I'd left it there for a few years. And all came bubbling out when I was 20 at uni um so I also had Hodgkin's lymphoma um so I yeah I just was desperate to kind of make sure that the trust is able to continue to give the same experience that I had to as many other people as possible and anything I can do to kind of help and facilitate that obviously more than happy to do and then I think probably also echoing what Maya says there's that slightly selfish element to wanting to volunteer in that the trips are fundamentally really good fun and that is the basis of every trip is if you're having fun and you're relaxed um, you'll get way more out of it young people will get way more out of it um, and it kind of facilitates those conversations that, that do happen on the trust trips and, and facilitates those friendships that kind of go on beyond the trust so yeah, two two prongs: wanting to give back, but also selfishly wanting to stay involved and and continue to to be part of the trust. Like we were saying with Alex, we we're talking about how the trust community is developing over time. So, what do you think volunteers who have previously been supported by the trust bring to the trust trips, and what are you going to be bringing yourself to the trust trips, Avalon? What do you think? Um. So, in my experience, I think the volunteers play a really important role because they're like a bridge between the facilitators and organisers so you know your trust employees your skippers your mates your medics and then the young people and they really break down that kind of like teacher student um roles that could very easily develop if you didn't have people like the volunteers like the graduate volunteers who've who've kind of you know they've got a foot in each camp and they can bridge that gap um and I also think it's really important maybe for those who are maybe a bit shy or nervous or unsure of themselves to kind of have a not necessarily a role model but someone to kind of look at and say right well they they were in my shoes one day and look at where they are now and so it's kind of like a a path out of what they're going through at the moment and I don't know about Maya but that's definitely what I found they they're great at reading the situation because they know what you've been through. What do you think Maya do you agree have you found the same thing? Yeah definitely definitely like we like grad volunteers have been there before and a lot of skippers and mates and things haven't been there before so like if you need someone to talk to then it and you don't want to like talk to your skipper like you feel it might be a bit awkward like grad volunteers they're always there they've always got a, an ear to listen to like and the grad volunteers I've had on my trips it's like 
they always get involved and they always if you're feeling a bit like nervous or shy they're always there to say to encourage you if you don't want to do it then obviously you don't have to do it but they're always there to encourage you you never know I didn't want to do a lot of things on my on a few of my trips and the grad volunteers like come on you can do it and I did it and well it was the best trip the best trip so I was going to say do you remember having the graduate volunteers on your trips and did it make a difference having them there so you're saying that it does yeah 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 definitely because if like some people don't want to do it or some people do and then if you're unsure, like, they'll talk about it to you. Like, say, my, I don't like kayaking and I didn't like canoeing. But when I went on my residentials, I did it and I loved it. And that was from encouragement from a grad volunteer. And if I didn't have that, then I, I probably wouldn't have wanted or done it myself. Same to you, Avalon. Do you remember having graduate volunteers on your trips and the difference it makes there? Yeah, definitely. I think one of my clearest memories of grad volunteers was on my first trip um, and I was on a boat of other really shy people myself included and we kind of weren't really sure what was you know the deal with the trust trips we weren't really sure what was happening and you just kind of sit quietly and went to be told what to do and then I think on the second or third day the um the grad volunteer turned around and was like guys we're here to talk about cancer like let's have a chat you know what are your experiences and then suddenly you know the floodgates opened and everyone had a good old chat and um definitely some weight was taken off some shoulders as a result of that facilitated conversation by the grad volunteer um and I don't think that necessarily would have worked coming from say a skipper or a mate um it needed to come from the grad volunteer who started the conversation with their own experiences so that that's kind of one element of it but then also yeah the encouragement and support and facilitation of fun um is the other element you know the grad volunteers yeah they muck, they muck in they have a good time and and they kind of that makes it okay for everyone else to do the same um skippers included <laughs> maybe a nice way then to round this off would be asking each of you how you would describe the trust community and what you're most excited about now that you're part of either the skipper fleet or the amazing volunteers Alex how would you describe it what are you excited about I kind of starting to see it as family um it's just it's just this growing group of kind of like-minded people some people that have had similar experiences or work with people have had those experiences but it, it feels like family you know I can I can talk to the team at the trust head, headquarters and all the rest of it and it's just like talking to friends and family and then just building this network now with the mates and, and the trust, the, the volunteers, et cetera. And it's just this group and now doing another trip and then another trip and just listening to Meyer's catalog of trips. Um, <laughs> you know, you're just developing this family you can talk to, drop in on and on all the rest of it and just just have fun with, I think, is, is, is Avalon saying. It's just, you know, just dropping in, hey, guys, let's, let's have some fun. Let's get out and do something. I just realised you're showing me up here about wearing trust gear and I'm not dressed with the trust gear. This is, <laughs> oh my goodness. Podcast is a, it's an audio medium, it's fine. I've just finished my sailing season, so it's the only clean thing I had in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor, what about you? How would you describe it and what are you looking forward to? I agree with Alex. It is like one big family. Like I've never lost contact with anyone I've been on a trip with and we're all such good friends we still talk all the time um people have been on trips with our volunteers now and then I'm going to be I'm becoming a volunteer and it just it's just one big happy family there's nothing I've never nothing ever 
if you've got an issue, someone's always there to speak to. Um, if you've got, if you really happy, then they're doing that for you. The confidence that they put into young people is amazing because what they did for me was absolutely amazing. And I'm just so excited to do what other grad volunteers and the trust team have done for me for other young people on the trips. It's like I've long said, it's about giving back. It's now like my time to help other people, like help other young people. And I'm just really excited. <laughs> and Avalon, how about you? How would you describe the trust community and what are you excited for? Yeah, I think you kind of describe it there. It is a community. Um, but it's not an exclusive community. And I think that's a really important element. It's, um, it's very open and welcoming. Um, and that's what makes it so great. Uh, I'm really excited to volunteer. Obviously, Maya and I have had a bit of a stalled um, <laughs> journey to become grad volunteers with COVID. Um, but we were just on our training last month, um, which was so nice to do something in person again. Um, and I'm really excited to kind of get back out on the trips and, and again, help other young people and give them the same awesome experience. I've also just signed up to do my day skipper theory, so hoping to get my theory and practical done before the next season. Don't know if that's a bit optimistic, but we'll see. So yeah, really excited to also kind of learn a bit more of the sailing side um, going forward. Big thumbs up from Alex there. We can't round this off without mentioning that Avalon's taking part in the Largs to Cows Brighter Future Cycle Challenge in June. 600 miles, eight days of cycling. Avalon, how are you feeling about it? absolutely terrified <laughs> um terrified but obviously very excited I just feel like I needed a challenge after the last couple of years with all the restrictions I was feeling a bit yeah like I needed a new challenge and it was on the grad volunteer training that this this trip was was brought up and I thought it was meant to be I've got to do it I've got to do it so I signed up and yeah really looking forward to it got to get fundraising I think it would be a great trip um but yeah definitely gonna be challenging <laughs> That's it for this week. Thanks to Alex, Mayer and Avalon for joining us and you too for listening in. There's still time to sign up for the Largs to Cows Brighter Future Cycle Challenge. It's going to be our first major fundraising event in a long time thanks to COVID and we can't wait to keep up with the cyclists as their efforts go directly towards inspiring young people living through and beyond cancer. You could be a keen cyclist, you could be looking for a new challenge, you might even be thinking of those New Year's resolutions. Go on to our website's homepage at ellenmacarthurcancertrust.org. You'll see Largs to Cows Cycle Challenge on there. It has all the details. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to Soundwaves wherever you listen to your podcasts so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week. Till then, take care. <laughs>